in there. And then at one point we got a huge host, Tetsu, for like 85 viewers. So then they came flooding in and then like everyone started getting really hyped. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of the StreamKey podcast. I'm here with our special guest, Caribou Live, who hopefully is having a working mic this time because Discord's been a little bit annoying recently. Caribou, you there, man? I am here. Hey, hey it works today. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, I have Caribou on today to talk about mobile streaming. That's kind of the meat of the discussion. What we'll be talking about today, uh, he's a sponsored streamer here at True Gaming. He's been with us for about two years now. Maybe coming up on that two, or so? Two years coming up in May. Right, yeah. yeah. You're, I think you're technically the first ever sponsored streamer for True Gaming. So yes. <laughs> happy to finally have you on the show, man. Yeah. Um, I want to let everybody know in the chat that we will have a Q&A section at the end of the show. Uh, the StreamKey podcast, every week we talk about ways to grow as a streamer, whether that's through things like mobile streaming or uh, improving as a creative streamer, social media, things like that. By the way, I should probably turn off the alerts because those are loud. <laughs> so give me a sec to do that. But anyway, um, so we'll get into the show. First of all, Carrie, can you kind of talk about who you are for the people who don't know who are in the chat today? Just give a little introduction about yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, I go by Caribou, or you can call me Josh, whichever is easiest for you. Uh, I'm 27. I've been gaming since I was just a wee little lad. Um, I used to I used to play like Super Nintendo and stuff. I used to play like all the Mario games and stuff like that with my mom when I was growing up. She was like really into that. And then I, I eventually uh, I played like um, Sega and all that fun stuff. When we eventually got like a PlayStation One and stuff, my mom was really big into Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, yes. so we played that stuff. Yes, love right. Those. I was I love it, man. I love it. So yeah. Grew up playing that stuff, you know, kind of went the progression, got that N64, PS2, and stuff like that. I, I didn't get into Xbox until, like, the 360 came around, played Xbox for a while and stuff. And then um, when I when we got our first computer in the house, it was, it was probably 98 or 99, because it was a Windows 98. And I remember I was, like, I was like 10 I think somewhere like nine or ten, my dad got me my first PC game, which was like one of those Army Man games that was played on GameSpy. You know, oh, when GameSpy was yeah. a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I actually used to work for GameSpy, so that was really, really? cool. That's cool. Yeah, that was really cool. But um, so you know, I've just been doing all those kind of mobile game or not mobile games, just like you know PC games. You know, just did the Medal of Honor series, um, and then you know. Obviously, recently, you know, I've been doing all those the bigger games recently. You know, you got PUBG, you got your mm -hmm. Fortnite, stuff like that. And then right. played MMOs along the way and all that fun stuff. So Nice. Um, yeah. How long have you actually been streaming on Twitch? I first started streaming. The first game I ever streamed was Path of Exile back in 2012 or 2013. Wow. It was because I was in college. It was right before I moved off to do part of because I did like my my undergrad stuff, like my generals and all that stuff in my mm -hmm. hometown at the community college. And I think it was right then when I did it. There was uh, it was when Path of Exile was in a closed beta. There was like a, a certain level that if you could get to, you could open up a bunch of gold chests, so to speak. Okay. And um, it was like it was a pretty big thing to get there. 
So I knew Twitch was a thing then, and I was like, let me see if I can kind of get something set up just so I can stream it and I can advertise it during chat, mm-hmm. like in game chat. And we had a ton of people come out. Like, wow. I think there were like 50, 60 people coming on because like, Pathfinder I wasn't that big then, but it was still big enough for people who wanted to see this. Right. So I, I got it. I got it set up. I think it was like I think I used XSplit back then just to try to. I was just trying to get anything to work to get the right. game broadcasted. <laughs> nice. And, so five, yeah. or, five or six years or so, I guess streaming. Yeah, yeah. I would say five or six. Was that initially on Detox, or did Detox come along later? For anyone who doesn't know, Terrible yeah. actually heads up Detox Gaming, which is a community we've worked with for a while on Twitch. Yeah, that was actually on my personal channel when it used to be renamed. When my old channel was named with all the letters and stuff and the mm. numbers, that was uh, that was on that channel. So I mean, I guess theoretically this channel, but I just renamed it. But yeah, Detox, the actual Detox Twitch channel on the stream team came along later. Okay, gotcha. That's a pretty comprehensive history of everything. <laughs> um, I, I fill it all in, baby. Yeah. So where does the name Caribou come from? I ask all the guests that come on the show this. Where'd you get your name? Definitely. I got it from when I was originally, I used to work up at a Boy Scout camp in northern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And um, all like the the senior staff ended up giving people nicknames and stuff like that. And mine was, they just had given me caribou. <laughs> and I kind of just rocked with it ever since. Nice. So just from yeah. camping. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, just from, yeah. Um, okay, cool. So this is a kind of a cool question to ask you, I think. Another one that I ask everyone, but how did you get connected with True Gaming? as a sponsored streamer and did you have any kind of connections in the community that got you that which i know a little bit about this but for everyone else who's here (laughs) yeah uh yeah so i uh i actually know uh operations um i have known him for probably 11 or 12 years now back to when we used to play uh, it might even be longer than that. Now that I think about it. It went back when we used to play Medal of Honor, Eye of Assault. We <laughs> used to game every day with each other. We were wow. in the same cl- we were we were in the same clan, and we used to we used to play all those games together. And then um, I had known I was out at a work conference out in San Jose, and this is when I was looking for stuff for Detox for kind of like that like sponsors partnerships stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I had saw him put something on Facebook about Hmm. true gaming and we started talking and that's when he got me connected with Soen and you and then the ball started rolling really quick yeah we started doing (laughs) we started doing some of the seven days to die stuff Mm -hmm. it was right when you guys were putting up like all the panels and tc admin and I don't think IT guy was a thing yet, so <laughs> no, Operations I mean, was trying to do it all, and he was like, I don't know how to, uh, what is happening. You yeah. were definitely kind of like our beta sponsored streamer, because even though like you and White Shadow and Velik are technically all kind of from the same round, you actually came before that round started. So Yeah, I came, because I think that actual round, people yeah. were selected sometime around like, I think September or something like that. That's when we originally signed contracts. Um, I think August, was, September. It was earlier than that. It was, I want to say late a... spring, but still, you didn't even, you were kind of on before contracts were even a thing. So, that's yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's just a cool story. Uh, operations, if you guys don't know, is our COO at True Gaming. And so he has a kind of a personal relationship with Caribou here, which is how we got introduced to him. Uh, cool. So let's get into the actual discussion here for the podcast. So, Mobile streaming, uh, Caribou, you have some experience with mobile streaming on your own channel. Do you want to quickly tell everyone about that? Yeah, I have. Uh, 
recently I, I started picking up a game that a lot of you guys have probably heard of, uh, Summoner's War. I, I started playing it with actually everyone in True. Mm. It was like January of 2017, and I played it for a bit. I really enjoyed it, and then I, I took a break sometime around April and May, and then I had thought about it. I think it was like October. I, th- I started playing it again. I was like, man, I wonder, I wonder, because I remember I had streamed it a couple times, and I was like, yeah. man, I wonder how it goes streaming it now. Yeah. And I started streaming it uh, kind of pretty consistently, and I, I started noticing like a lot of traffic coming in. And it wasn't like just coming in, kind of checking it out, and then heading out. It was traffic was coming in, staying pretty active, and then staying the entire time. And then I started seeing like the repeats of people, and I was like, I think. I think I'm onto something. Yeah. And I just kind of, I just kind of let it keep going. I I would hang out in other people's other someone enjoy people's streams. A just to kind of get better at the game, and B just to kind of like uh, kind of network, talk to people, yeah, make some sure. friends. And then I started seeing those people come into my streams. That kind of, and then all of a sudden they'd be like hosting me. I would get people just rolling in, and it just kind of snowballed. Like the guy mm-hmm. personally really enjoy the game, and I mean, mobile streaming is it's pretty simple mm-hmm. i mean it doesn't doesn't take a lot you could theoretically do it on not a great computer because <laughs> the majority of it's coming from your phone yeah and you can probably do it from a phone too right i'm guessing with some software um i i i'm thinking you probably could personally i just mirror all my stuff up right so, so you've never tried like using an app no. or something Gotcha. No, I've never tried actually like uh, doing it like no computer involved mm-hmm. and just doing it straight from the phone. I always do it up all the way up. So, but I th- I'm pretty sure you could do it that way. It'd just be a little extra setup. Right. Do you know any programs off the top of your head that maybe some other Summoners War users use or other mobile games by chance? Uh, I know there's the Miracast app that can be used on Android and iOS. Hmm. I know. The one that I personally use for iOS is called Air Server. Okay. Um, and then there's another one that I can't think of off the top of my head. It starts with an M. Is it it's like uh, Mobizen? Yep. Yeah. I knew you'd know it. Yeah. And I, that's and that's straight for Android. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they have it for iOS. Okay. Yeah, you might be right. I I think I used that one last time when I was experimenting a little bit last year. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, so there's a lot of software out there. Basically, is what I'm getting. The all kind of accomplishes the same thing, similar yeah, to like, desktop. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, like uh, like Plague said, Mobizen is what he was using. And yeah, that's uh, that's the one I was thinking of. Right. Yeah, I used to use that one as well. Um, and when we say mobile streaming, we're talking specifically about gaming, right? Not IRL streaming. Have you done any of that yourself, or is it really just gaming on? Um. Yeah. So far, it's really just been gaming. I actually the other night, I actually was trying to get it set up to uh, do some actual like mobile streaming so mm-hmm. to speak like in the IRL we were out there was a bunch of us and we were all playing like actually tabletop magic and I was like wonder if I could rig this up so we could actually stream this mm-hmm. and I, I was trying to I couldn't if, I think with a little more work I could have I was trying to get to a place where I could actually like get the phone above so I could actually could actually see the entire table without me holding it and trying to play because right. that wouldn't really be a thing but um, it's definitely something I want to do in the future because I, I think it'd be I think it'd be a lot of fun. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, sweet. Let's keep moving on. So, okay, is so you kind of touched on this already. I was wondering about whether streaming from a mobile device is worth it, or if you really just need a PC. Do you? I, I guess it sounds like you don't really know anyone who just uses a phone. 
Um, yeah, off the top of my head, I don't know anyone who just uses the uh, like a straight de- mobile device just to do like the actual game streaming. Mm-hmm. Everyone I know uses some sort of a way to mirror it up to your PC and then have, you know, either exploit OBS or Streamlabs OBS to right. uh, capture that source and then put, push it up. But it sounds like you don't really need that great of a computer to do this kind of streaming though, right? No, exactly. Since there's not that much of a stress getting put on your CPU mm-hmm. or uh, your GPU from like an actual game, like an actual like a PUBG game or something like that, where it's really intensive. Mm-hmm. Since it's just kind of capturing that mirror, you like I monitor. I have on my other screen when I'm streaming, I always have like a thing up that's monitoring like CPU, GPU, and all that stuff, like temperatures and performance, and it's mm-hmm. always really low. Mm, it's always nice. really low when I'm doing uh, the Summoner's Worth stuff. Yeah. So you could do it with, you know, not that great of a PC. Mm. So it sounds like overall mobile streaming is pretty easy to get into because in terms oh, of like, yeah. what you need, like physically, oh, yeah. you don't need a super great computer. You just need like what, a wire, maybe not even a wire, depending on the software you're using. Yeah, I use, um, so on the iPhone, you since it's uh you kind of it's like it's all like wi-fi streamed mm-hmm. up like airplay air airplay so it just goes straight for that so there's there's never anything connected like besides mm-hmm. if i plug in like the power cable just because it kind of drains the battery a little faster but yeah there's nothing actually can connected hmm. from my phone to the pc to get it up do you notice like a latency issue at all or does it not really matter for um, new games so there were a couple programs that I was trying out just because I, I was trying to figure out like what would be best, what the quality would look like best in latency. Mm-hmm. There was a couple programs I noticed where there was like a half a second latency, which I didn't really like because I, I really wanted to try to be as real time as possible. And when I stumbled across Air Server, I was really, really impressed with the software of mm-hmm. it. It seriously looks like it's instant. If I'm looking at my phone and like moving the screen around, and I'm I look up at the screen, everything is it huh. looks pretty instant. Is it which um, is which is pretty helpful. Right. Yeah, that's nice. Is it a free software or is it paid? Um, you can do a free trial of it, um, which goes for like I think it's like two or three weeks, and then you do have to buy a license. However, mm. the license is really cheap. If you're a student, so if you have an edu email, the license ends up being like eight dollars, I think. Is and that, if sorry, is that monthly or no one-time? lifetime, oh, lifetime, great. one-time lifetime. And then um, if you if you don't and you just have to buy it just like a normal person would or whatever, that mm. would be it's like fourteen dollars lifetime license. Still not bad. So, yeah, no, it's super cheap. Like for the the use that I have got out of it, and for the amount of time I've used it, I mean, it's cheaper than going out and like getting getting a bite to eat or something. Yeah, it's, it defi- like it's it. definitely worth it. Awesome. So I will link to Air Server in the show notes for anyone listening to this after the fact. If you want to check that software out, sounds really good. Um, so it sounds like overall mobile streaming, like you said, it's pretty easy to do in terms of requirements. What, if anything, has been hard for you learning with mobile streaming or maybe something that continues to be difficult for you? Can you think of anything in that category? Yeah, um, there's, been a, there's been a couple things that have been uh, kind of challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one of them that I can think of is like, you know, when I'm, when I'm actually, I guess I wouldn't say, um, I guess this could really go for any game, but someone's work particularly, like if I'm struggling on something and like, I'm trying to work with it and I'm like talking to chat about like what I should do, what should be the next move since there's that small delay Twitch wise, 
Yeah. It's like it's like 20 seconds. So I'm like, oh, man, now I'm just kind of sitting here for 20 seconds. So chat's like, no, do that, do that kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, a lot of it's kind of a screen positioning as well. If you, a, a lot of other streamers um, in Summoner's War, they kind of have the layout where the game the game is smaller than full screen and mm-hmm. then they maybe have like some stuff going on on like the side like one of the sides of the stream like maybe some music videos maybe yeah. twitch chat and stuff like that and like a lot of people seem to do that and like mm-hmm. I, I i just can't buy into it like i i feel like there's way too much going on on the stream yes. like on the screen i got i got like a music video playing i got like the cam itself I maybe got like chat going on. I maybe got some other stuff flashing over here, mm-hmm. and I'm like, like a merch store up in the corner, and you can watch yes. the new Star Wars movie down here, and yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I one big thing for me is like, I try to minimize everything, so like the majority of the stream ends up being the uh, the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like when I, I I recently got a new overlay, I think like um, probably a month ago, maybe a little less. And, like, one big thing I wanted is, like, I didn't want stuff everywhere that, like, really takes away from the game. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like when someone comes to hang out and, like, stuff like that, like, they want to see the game. Like, being able to, like, see the cam, like, I even keep my cam a little small. Because, like, being able to see me, like, that's cool and stuff. But, like, if 80% of the actual stream is, like, other stuff and you really get taken away from the game, I just feel like it takes away from it altogether. So, like... Yeah, yeah, I've definitely noticed that a lot with mobile game streamers that I've kind of peeked around their streams in. A lot of uh, people kind of in that lower range will have so much going on on the stream because a lot of mobile games tend to be something that you can kind of press a button and watch it happen, right? And yeah. so I guess the idea is people think that they can put a bunch of stuff up there too. Have you, I'm curious about this, have you watched a lot of like the big, like top tier mobile game streamers? I don't, I don't really know mm-hmm. top tier mobile game streamers, but... Do they do that too, or do they have it more simplistic overall? Um, it's it's definitely it's definitely kind of mixed. Some of them have it uh, more simplistic, kind of like I do, where I keep mm-hmm. it where it's my overlays and then like just my cam, kind of smaller in one of the corners. Mm-hmm. I've seen then I've seen some of the bigger ones that don't go like balls to the walls with stuff everywhere. But there's definitely there's definitely some stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely. Um, it goes both ways. Okay. So it sounds like it's kind of something you have to play around with yourself and there's not mm-hmm. a straight answer to. Yeah. Like I've, I've even caught myself a couple of times, depending what I'm doing, like trying to reposition my camera just so mm-hmm. like, so in summoners where, for example, you can, you can auto something, so to speak. So when you're autoing it, you don't actually have to pick what skills you're going to cast and do. Right. So if I'm autoing something, I'll put my camera over on that side where the skills typically would be because I'm not I'm not right. actually picking anything, so it doesn't matter. It can be there. However, if I'm not going to go ahead and auto something, which I I realized in some of the higher levels of uh, some of the gameplay, it's actually pretty important for like if the stream wanted to see those skills, so they could be like, you should use that instead. And so mm-hmm. I had to readjust my camera so that's that would actually be seen because beforehand it was like behind the camera and you couldn't see it. So right. yeah, that makes sense for sure. Just adjusting yeah. to the game as needed. Um, all right. So talking about those bigger streamers, are there any big mobile streamers that you look to for inspiration? Or you mentioned that you've networked with some before. Do you have any people that you kind of look up to for guidance with mobile streaming? Yeah, there's def there's definitely a couple people that I, I definitely look at. Uh 
Tetsu S uh, Tetsu Summer or SW, but it stands for Summoners War. He's one of the guys I end up watching a lot. He um, he's really in that really high uh, like end end game content you could say so mm -hmm. to speak, where he's doing the raids and the rifts pretty uh, like consistently. I I mean I don't even remember the last time I watched like a team wipe out and fail. So I watch him a lot. I'll end up watching Childish Plays. He's one of the. He's another one of the big ones, mm -hmm. and he's he's kind of unique in the sense that I really think he could probably be a Twitch partner, but he chooses he chooses not to because he multi streams to YouTube oh, okay. and to Twitch at the same time. Like when he's streaming, he's pull and he streams pretty consistently. He's he's pulling in always like two to three hundred viewers like mm. all the time. But you know, with how the affiliate slash partner program works, you can't you can't do a I'm pushing to YouTube mixer and right. Twitch at the same time. So so he's he'll not, have like yeah, he's not even an affiliate either. I uh, no, I don't no, he's not because he doesn't have he doesn't have an actual uh, subscribe button. But when he's streaming, he'll be because uh, I was he was doing some giveaways or whatever, and I was kind of looking at both the YouTube and the Twitch. He had like 500 viewers on YouTube and like 300 on Twitch. Yeah. So I, I've noticed with mobile games in particular that YouTube's really big for those. Oh, um, they're huge. And uh, with a lot of, well, YouTube gamers in general right now are kind of jumping on the live stream bandwagon. So it makes sense that some people are trying to kind of cross promote on both platforms where they've already built an audience and then building a new audience too. Yeah. So cool. So cool. yeah, I've, yeah. Do you, um, that's kind of, so you look up to them in terms of like gameplay or are there anything that you kind of mirror from their stream that you learned, um, maybe um, like physically wise with OBS, things like that. I, I wouldn't say that I've like tried to mirror from their streams. Cause like a lot of it, a lot of it seems like Tetsu, he keeps his stuff pretty clean. Mm -hmm. So like that was one of the things that I saw is, you know, trying to keep it clean childish childish plays keeps his stuff really really clean mm -hmm. um sometimes you'll like put a little something up just so you can see when he has the giveaway and stuff going on and all that fun jazz but right. i mean those guys keep it uh those guys keep it pretty clean and like this there's nothing wrong with you know have like we were talking about earlier having all those stuff up in different places it's just i guess it's just not not uh what i like to do mm -hmm. but i guess you know if it's i've definitely seen um there's one there's another kind of a bigger streamer Caught his name's Lucky, and he has um, he kind of does some of that stuff where he has a few different things going on on the screen, and and he's still pretty big in his own rights. So mm -hmm. I mean, it, it definitely works for people. Right. So, so the clean uh, clean style is just sort of what you like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's definitely just kind of what I like. Nice. So, how does mobile game streaming compare to traditional PC streaming? Are there advantages to it? Disadvantages? Um, any trade offs that you see? Like for one example, I kind of feel like. With mobile streamers in particular, they have an easier time interacting with chat than some game streamers, particularly when it's a very invested game. Um, because with a lot of mobile games, there's that auto feature where you can let it go and then look at other things. And so that's one advantage that I kind of see. Do you see anything else like that or maybe a disadvantage compared to games? Yeah. Um, that was actually one of the big things I was going to say <laughs> is it's a lot easier to be interactive with chat. Like right. a lot. Just because like you said, if you're doing... Like in Summoner's War, for example, if you're doing some of the dungeon runs where you can just auto it, mm -hmm. I can hit the auto button. I have the the game in full screen up on my uh, computer, mm -hmm. so I can just look at the game that way if I need to, and then I can just sit here, interact with chat, 
we have a bunch of mini games in my channel, which the chat really likes to play. Yeah. So like I'll, I can sit there, I can play the mini games with them and mess around and talk with them hmm. just because I, I don't have to be staring at the screen because I might get shot from behind me. That's true. So yeah. yeah, so that's something that's really nice. Um, one thing, one thing I do notice is like when I'm doing something though where you can't auto it and, you, and I do kind of have to look down to actually see kind of the things I'm poking. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still be active and stuff, but like when you when you're doing this for a while and you're actually just straight looking down and doing everything, your neck, your neck, I, and I started noticing that last night, like my neck was starting to hurt, and I was like, oh man, you know, I'm trying to stretch out my neck and stuff, yeah, just because like you're you're so immersed, like trying to because you want to make sure you're clicking the right skills to cast them and stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, there's there's definitely both ways, but um, yeah, it's. It, it's definitely different between um, streaming an actual like PC game itself right. compared to doing the mobile. Okay, yeah, and it also sounds like you know if you're if you're staring down all the time, it might kind of turn off viewers who come into the stream if you're just staring at the ground. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like looking that, at your phone or something. Well, because you literally are looking at your phone this time, but you have a reason yep. to. Yeah, so. so that that's one thing that I've actually been trying to get a lot better with mm. is like. Um, you know, even if I am looking down, kind of looking at it, I sometimes try to like get it up. So I'm like, kind of like up like this so they can at least kind of, so it's like I'm looking at it, but not <laughs> entirely. And like just making sure that um, you don't get caught up in the moment of the game and you actually like stay active with chat. Everyone's like kind of frequently peek up, see what everyone's saying, see what everything's going on. And I like, keep talking and stuff like that because that is, that I, I have caught myself a couple times just like I'm I, you know I'm super into what's going on you know I'm trying to beat it I don't want to fail because it's taken 15 minutes to get to this point right and like you know I'm not really being as engaged as I want to be and you know like you said that, that's kind of a turnoff no if, if someone wants to watch that they'll just go do it themselves sure. <laughs> and not talk to anyone so yeah that makes sense um, okay so what has your most hopefully you can answer this um, what has your most successful mobile stream been that you can think of since you started doing mobile streams? Uh, and then what has your least successful been? Either one of those. Yeah. Um, there, I think one of my most successful ones was a few weeks ago where the night, um, I think it was the night that I beat uh, TOA mm-hmm. on normal. The, the stream itself was pretty big. We we had like 20-some people in there, I think, at that point. Everyone was like, we were trying to get everything figured out and like beating it. I'd failed a couple times. <laughs> so we were really pushing and like you could tell it was getting there. And then at one point, we got a huge host from actually uh, Tetsu for like... Oh, wow. I think, it was like, I think it was like 85 viewers. So then they came flooding in. That's awesome. And then... Um, you know, they could tell that we were on TO and you know, we were at like the boss stage of uh, TOA. So we were talking mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, is this your first time? And I was like, yeah. I was like, and then like everyone started getting really hyped because we were getting to that point where you could tell that unless some crazy stuff happened, I was going to beat it. Everyone right. was getting pretty hyped with it and stuff. And that, that was pretty cool. Um, I ended up after we beat it and everything after that stream that night um we ended up you know getting a, getting a lot of love getting a lot of followers and i actually like i was super excited about it so i ended up going i clipped i clipped the actual the boss battle for it and i posted on reddit with 
I just clipped it just for, for myself so I could have it later. And, and I posted on Reddit. I was like, hey, uh, you know, I finally beat this and everything. And, like, I got a lot of love in that oh, thread. And cool. then people were like, hey, were you streaming this? Do you have any, like, because I need some help with it. Can I, do you have anything? So I was able to post that VOD. And then I've since that has happened, I've seen a ton of people who came in from that Reddit thread who's been like, hey, man, you know, I saw your Reddit thread and I looked over the stuff. Actually, some of your stuff really helped me. And then they've stuck around and stuff like that. So that's oh, been wow. really cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's great to hear. And then, and then, like, on the flip side of that, like you said, you know, has there been any struggles? I'll, sometimes there there have been a couple streams where, uh, like, the, the community engagement, so to speak, has been low. Mm. And I've noticed that, like, if I start streaming too late, like, I feel like there's a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Like, if you end up starting too late, there's like there's just not a ton of people around hmm. so like some people still come in and stuff but it's it's a little smaller i figured out the sweet spot is really like i usually try to start at like somewhere around like 9 30 ish central time mm-hmm. and then uh, you know that's when everything starts popping off and everything gets uh rocking and rolling but like some of the times if i'm, if I'm doing something with the wife and something and i can't start streaming until like after 10 30 yeah like it's it's really hit or miss so sticking to that schedule, I guess, is kind of yeah. It's it's really it's it really goes back to the consistency. Mm-hmm. Is you know trying to trying to stay consistent. You know if I know I'm gonna go a little like if like tomorrow if I knew I was gonna have to be later, like I try to give people a heads up then that hey mm-hmm. you know I'm not actually just not gonna be on tomorrow. It's just gonna be a little later. So mm-hmm. but there's definitely been some of the surprise. You know I can't go live <laughs> right now and it's you know it's a little later and for sure. It and miss. So it sounds like what led to your biggest your best stream was a lot of networking and like investing in networking yep and yep, then yep. for the worst stream it was basically not being able to stick to a schedule is that yep sound about, all right so i'm kind of curious yeah. about the networking we're kind of branching off a little bit from um mobile streaming here but i think this is still a cool discussion to have what kind of networking did you do with i forget his name you mentioned it like uh, three tetsu. Times. Yep. Yeah, tetsu what specifically did you do to kind of you think make him want to host you yeah um i i think it, it was a lot of we i had hung out in his stream he mm-hmm. usually streams earlier than me but sometimes we're on at the same time mm-hmm. so there'd been you know there'd been times where i just like when i get home from work there's a lot of times where he's actually alive at that point so I'll, like i'll hang out do some stuff around the house watch his stream kind of chat it up with him and stuff like I said, there were some times where like, we're live at the same time and I'm able to get off before him. Hmm. So I, I, you know, if I see him up because, you know, he'd been to my stream, I've been to his stream, we've talked and stuff, you know, I'll toss him that host every once in a while. Hmm. If, if the occasion happens where he's still alive when I uh, end up cutting it off. So, um, you know, he had hosted me, I'd hosted him. And then... Um, but a lot of the times, uh, when it was first starting out, and we were just, we were just like, it wasn't like a, a big thing where it was like, I'm looking out for you, you're looking out for me, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, um, he was hosting me a lot more, mm-hmm. and he, he, it was like with those big numbers, yeah. You know, and I, had, I always have a, I have a command in my channel where I have like, if, uh, if you end up posting me and I can get it off in time, I have like a shout out command, so to speak, mm. where it says, hey, you know, everyone who's in my channel, if you're not already following, you know, Tetsu, for example, here's his link, go go mm. give him a follow, show him some love kind of a thing. And ever ever since the balls kind of started rolling, like we've DM'd a couple times, he's like, hey man, you know, if, if I end up getting off, um, I will definitely, you know, shoot you a host, you know, if you're alive, 
And I was like, yeah, man, I, you know, I'll 100% do the same thing for you. Hmm. And it, it's just kind of gone like that. And the, I, the, the downfall is, like I said, he always streams, you know, usually earlier than me. So right. I, I can't like repay the favor as much, so to speak. <laughs> But like I definitely, I definitely appreciate it tenfold. And every time he ends up shooting me one, I make sure to send him like a personal message, like a private message, saying, you know, hey man, thanks. No, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So it sounds like it's more than just throwing him hosts when you can. Yeah. Like you're being a part yeah. of his community. You're coming yep. to chat with him, not to drop a link, but just to hang out. Yeah. Uh, so do, I don't know if you know this exactly off the top of your head, but how long do you think it took you from? being in a stream for the first time and becoming part of his community to eventually getting that first host from him. Do you kind of have a guess on how long that took? Um, I think it was probably, I, I'd say probably a couple of weeks, you know, mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, just going in, you know, hanging out, you know, con contributing to the conversation when I could. Mm -hmm. Cause like I said, you know, a lot of times he's doing a lot of that high end stuff that I can't do yet. Right. So like there's, there's not a ton I can contribute kind of a thing, but definitely like getting in, contributing when i can and you know just hanging out and just like you know being being part of the community mm -hmm. so but the point being it took a couple of weeks right it wasn't something that you yep. just no, right yeah it wasn't get. overnight right and i think that's a good lesson for people who are listening no matter what game you're streaming if you want to network with somebody it takes some time and you really have to put some effort into it and see what you can give them so i think it's a cool little case study on how to do networking the right way and i think you have a great yeah. example of that so thanks for sharing that yeah no problem <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to wrap up pretty much here. I think we've covered most of what mobile streaming is. It's not a super in-depth category, but um, still we've got some cool other discussions like networking, like we are talking about. Um, so, okay, to wrap up here, if you could give one piece of advice to a brand new Twitch streamer about anything, it can be mobile streaming, it can be setting up a green screen, whatever, what would you tell them? Um, I actually, it's funny you say this, because I actually got that question I actually get people asking me that kind of question a lot in like DMs on Discord and stuff. And I actually got asked that a few, a couple days ago. And it's it's the same answer that I give everyone. And it goes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier. Consistency is key. Um, you know, if, if one day you're going to be on at two in the afternoon and then you're on at night and then you're not on for four days and then you're like... If you can't, if you don't set a schedule where you can at least let someone know who's coming to your channel, hey, you know, next time I want to hang out with Greencord, you know, he's, it looks like he's going to be around sometime around 8 Eastern time a lot of the times. Maybe I should come back and check then. Mm -hmm. if, if there's no sense of consistency, it's it's going to be rough. Yeah. It's going to be really rough. And that's, and that's um, you know, it definitely, it definitely comes into, like, balancing stuff with, like, real life. Like, like I mean, you know now, you're married. Like, you, you can't just be like, hey, love you. I'll talk to you, like, next week or something. I don't know. So you, you got to find a way to, like, balance it between, like, your real life. But you yeah. want to try to stay consistent with, like, like streaming and stuff as much as possible. Yeah. So it's definitely, you know, trying to set a schedule, sticking to it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're, if you're noticing that you set your schedule and Wednesday nights just really is never working, maybe make that, like, an off night. Yeah. And maybe make one of the nights that you do already have off, maybe make it an on night. I definitely so, agree. Yeah. And not even just consistency in schedule, but in branding and in what your yep. stream, what you're playing on your stream. I mean, with consistency with your community and with tweets, things like that. So I think yep. that's a great point overall. Cool. So any last comments for this topic to the stream? Anything you want to say before we jump into Q&A? 
I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. That's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> totally optional. Um, cool. So we will actually jump into the Q&A now with this Twitch chat. Excuse me. <laughs> so if you guys have a question for me or Caribou, all you have to do is at Greencourt in the chat. Please drop the at so that I see it because it shows up in bright red for me. So I can actually make sure I get to it. Uh, feel free to ask us any questions you guys want and we will answer them. It can be related to mobile streaming. It could be about streaming in general, sponsorships. It could be about what we had for lunch today. It's totally up to you guys. So um, anyway, let's see. I think I have one question prepped for you. Yeah, so okay, games that you're excited to stream in 2018. Anything come to mind? Or are you really just going to be binging yeah. on Summoner's War? Uh, besides Summoner's War, there is a couple. Uh, Islands of Nine. I, I keep telling myself, and I'm, I'm really hoping it is going to come out of the Alpha Wave stage this mm -hmm. year to the point where, because right now it's all Alpha Waves, so it's, you know, they'll, they'll say, hey, you know, in next weekend we're going to have the Alpha Wave, so, you know, I have to kind of go out of my way, make sure I clear my schedule, because that's one of my favorite games to play right now that's mm -hmm. like an actual PC game. And I'm really excited for the point where it's just going to be, you know, whenever I want to go play it, I can. Islands of Nine, for you guys that don't know, it is a battle royale kind of a game, so kind of like a PUBG or a Fortnite, but it's more of a few. It has that more of a futuristic feel, so mm -hmm. kind of like a a Halo and a Crisis mix. So awesome. um, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's a ton of fun. So I'm mm -hmm. really excited to uh, stream that. Um, I'm I'm excited. Dauntless, which is like a Monster Hunter game is uh, they're really making some waves in the game itself. Um, so I'm excited to uh, play some of that. And then uh, I'm sure some of you guys have seen either on Twitter or on Twitch, um, Battalion 1944 just mm -hmm. uh, released into beta on, on Friday, and it goes into early access February 1st, and that game is a lot of fun. It's definitely like a callback to the game where me and Operations originally met, kind of like mm. the Medal of Honor Allied Assault or Medal of Honor uh, Pacific Assault, yeah. or those early day Call of Duty games, not where you had a damn jetpack or anything <laughs> like that, but like an actual like World War II kind of a thing. It's mm. a lot of fun, and I see that game having a lot of potential, especially since it's launching into early access. And it's really cheap. It's like $15 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think they definitely made a conscious effort to, they knew they were going to get a lot of hype and to make it a, a, a little cheaper just so a lot of people can get into the game. Yeah, it looks really cool. So, yeah. I know it's getting a lot of yeah. hype in our community right now. So yeah, it is. It's, on that one for sure. yeah, no, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so those are definitely ones, um, definitely ones I'm looking at. Sweet, dude. All right, so I see one from Kai Gaming 98 This is for me. He said, I applied for sponsorship as I'm an affiliated streamer with just over 100 followers, but how does this process work? So, Kai Gaming, uh, thank you for applying. Uh, we, the applications just closed on Friday, and so what that means is now we go into the review period, and over the next couple weeks, um, probably two to three weeks, we'll go through all the applications, which is a long process because you can't just decide on someone's stream after seeing it for one second. Most of the time, sometimes you can, which is bad. Um, but we will get back to you in about two or three weeks with our decision. And right now you just kind of sit tight and we'll keep you updated. That's the gist of that. Uh, <laughs> Dread Red Blood says, what did y'all have for lunch? Caribou, what did you have for lunch, man? 
Um, I had, so there's actually, I don't even know if this is a new cereal, but there's a cereal. I, I had cereal for breakfast, for lunch, <laughs> and um, it's a mix between Frosted Flakes and Lucky Charms. What? It's, it's like my new favorite thing in the world. Lucky Flakes? Uh, pretty much. Frosted so, Charms? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh... I try, I try to I limit myself to only having one bowl because I I feel like if I didn't limit myself I would just go ham on it. Eat it all. But yeah, no, it's super good. So <laughs> that was uh that was lunch, and we're we're probably gonna have some pizza rolls later in the Ooh, afternoon when nice. all the, when all the when all the football starts up. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I just had a smoothie actually after my workout, but I'm probably gonna get some more food after this podcast is finished because I am pretty hungry. So. Uh, thank you for your question, guys. And by the way, I want to remember remind everyone that if you ask a question during this segment, you will get a shout-out on every platform that this goes out on, which means blog posts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, everything. If you ask a question, we will put you everywhere. So it's really good publicity. Uh, I do see one from... Okay. Silicon Sentry asked me, why am I a scrub? And I, I can't answer that. I mean, that's just who I am, I guess. <laughs> uh, Mr. Green who I've been calling the the imposter green. It's a new face in our community. Uh, <laughs> said, how do you find the most success when, with stream networking via Twitter, YouTube, etc.? cetera? Uh, this is kind of for both of us, I think. But um, do you have any opinions on Twitter or YouTube for networking? I, so networking-wise, like, I don't, I don't do a lot on uh, YouTube, like, at all. I don't do a lot in YouTube on YouTube in general, really. Mm -hmm. And that it maybe should be something that I branch into, but definitely with how they changed a lot of stuff with YouTube lately and how a lot of people have been upset about it, I think I'm really just going to try to stick to Twitch itself for like a video platform. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely do some I'm networking on um, you know Twitter, you know, whether it's, you know, like having conversations with I don't on tweets with people and stuff maybe uh you know a retweet or uh like a like or anything like that mm -hmm. but you know between besides that I you know networking on discord too I mean is big I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of communities you can go into and you can have like actual access to like a developer for the game mm -hmm. and I've definitely um I've definitely taken advantage of that for a few games or I've like talked to the developers, stuff like that. I've introduced myself as a content creator and I've ended up getting, you know, keys to their games to play and stream and stuff like that. So, you know, that's been, it's been definitely yeah. uh, pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really, I just, I wasn't thinking about uh, developer networking, but that's a great point. Uh, Twitter in particular is really, really good for networking with game devs. We actually had the rep from Funcom Studios who make Conan on this podcast on episode two. And he told us that basically the best way to network with him and other game devs is through Twitter. If you find a community manager for a game or some other point of contact and DM them or literally just tweet them um, and get their attention, it's a really good way to get their attention for the networking. Um, and I would say just overall, so YouTube is kind of tricky because most of the time you're just making videos, right? I mean, I guess you could say networking in terms of doing like collaborations, things like that. In that case, I think the best way is just to find someone and it might really just go to Twitter in the end anyway. Just find someone who's in a similar niche as you and connect with them, reach out to them, offer to do a video, something like that. Uh, Twitter, I think, is fantastic for networking, uh, but be careful not just drop your link all the time. I actually did a study on this last week, which you can find on our website if you want a lot more info on it, but basically... You want to just interact with other people uh, 
naturally, not promote yourself, not even drop uh, links to other things, but just kind of comment on what they're doing or ask questions. I found personally that asking questions is a really good way to interact on Twitter, uh, especially if you kind of make a habit of it, then it starts conversations and people kind of remember you for that question. So that's another really good way to network on Twitter in particular. Cool. So that was a long answer. But um, again, if you got a question, just at Green Court in the chat. I see another one from Good Guy Esports. Said, so what was the biggest challenge that you faced when you first started streaming in terms of getting viewers or keeping the viewers? Caribou, I'll let you try that one out. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges was, um, you know, kind of having like an identity for mm -hmm. yourself, something that makes you stick out. Um, a lot of another one was was kind of finding, kind of like that niche. Like you know, there's a lot of games that you can play that um like the kind of the bigger games where you'll get viewers and you'll get people to hang out that's super important to help build your community but like in like a I, I go back to PUBG as a good one mm -hmm. the there's a lot of fish in a really small lake yep so it's 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 hard to you know make that break into you know being able to get seen easily you know in a game like uh Islands and not like when I stream Islands and I when it's on the Alpha weekends, my my entire chat is is huge. I'm easily pulling over thirty people per stream, and along with Summers War, same idea. There's not a ton. There's not a ton of people streaming it, so it's easier to get seen, so to speak, and for people to come in and be able to hang out with you. There's not there's not hundreds of thousands of people streaming it, right. so it's 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 not hard to find someone. So. Yeah. So is that kind of what you think helped you establish the identity of the end is Summoner's War or are there other things that helped you establish that? Um I I think it's a I think it's a mix of like a, a lot of stuff, you know. Um that's it's a good question. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a deep a, question. It's it's a, really yeah. it's an entire podcast episode and we actually had a episode on identity with Pims a while back if you guys want to check out more of that. Um Personally, I would say with that question, I totally agree with Caribou. You got to find someone to make yourself stand out in the crowd because there's, I don't remember how many, I, I said it in my last video, but like thousands, hundreds of thousands of streamers on Twitch. And you, if you want to get a following, you have to make yourself stand out from that somehow. So whatever that is, whether you're streaming a game that nobody else streams or you're doing it in a way that no one else does, or maybe you're making your own thing that no one else has done before. Um, just finding something new that people can know you as. I think that's one of the most important things about streaming is think about, like when I think of Caribou's channel, I think of his beard, that's just me. You have to figure out what people think about your channel and then play that up like crazy. Figure out why they're coming there. You can literally just ask them what they like about your channel and then just do that every single day. And then you'll just make that identity more and more known. As you can see, he loves his beard. <laughs> I, do, I do love my beard. You love my beard. <laughs> but uh, that's a really good question, man. Thank you for asking that, and I hope that was helpful. If you want to get more info about that, you can definitely message me or jump on our community, and I can help you out with that. Uh, Silicon Sentry said, Greencord slash Caribou, how do you feel about how do you feel a community like the True Discord helps you? I'll let you kind of answer this because I more direct it, so it's more of a natural help for me. <laughs> but, uh, as a streamer, how does it kind of help you? I guess. Um, it, it definitely allows you to connect with a lot of people that without it, you, you may never, ever meet. Um, I try to be active in it as much as possible. Uh, 
a ton of a lot of the activity likes to happen kind of during the daytime hours and you know i'm i'm unfortunately at work all day but the joys of being in it is i have the ability to be at least somewhat active so i definitely try to you know just be active in there you know talk with people i Mm -hmm. there's a few different channels that i kind of frequent and try to help out or answer stuff when i can a lot of the times unfortunately like i'll get there and i'll see a question that i can help with but it was like three hours ago and it's definitely already been like helped with but um yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely helped a lot just kind of making friends making those relationships yeah yeah i've I've met a lot of people in there you know besides just talking to like to game with as well that Mm -hmm. like i said without it there's a there's a chance to never would have met them yeah i agree i think you know, I, I'm kind of the director of the Discord, basically, if there were a title called that. Um, but I think even for myself, what I get out of it, I just love interacting with people. And I think it's it's a great way to, to network with people very closely um, and really get to know people. Because it's kind of, it's a big Discord, but people come out throughout different times of the day. So you usually can have a one-on-one conversation with somebody and get to know them. It's a really good way to network with people and potentially meet new contacts to come out to your stream or just game with and stuff like that when you're not live that way you can still be working on your channel or your gameplay or whatever when you're not actually at the computer if that makes sense so i i just think you know if i had all the time in the world i would sit on discord and talk to people all day because i think it's one of the most rewarding things that there is and i would love to do that more uh i've seen a lot of our streamers get the most out of it when they just genuinely chat with people and not even say come out watch my stream just like hey man Tell me about yourself, what games you play, get to know people, and then they'll just come out and watch on their own, not because you told them to. So yep. that's what I've yeah, noticed people getting out of it. Definitely, definitely agree there. I actually see a question from Mr. Green. Yeah. It was actually directed at me. How do you keep that beard looking so luscious? Ooh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I actually have beard wash that daily i wash my beard to keep it looking like it's a million bucks i also I get some water while you say this because i'm still got that thing there but go yeah, ahead go for it go for it man um i actually have a beard oil sponsorship as well so i get sent um different beard oils so um i use a lot of beard oil in um like on my beard and stuff just to keep it like super soft um and looking smooth and nice like that so you know besides washing it brushing it a lot you know making sure like dead hairs and all like that i uh i make sure to keep it trimmed up oh puppy we got a puppy stream now um you know keeping it trimmed up and stuff like that get like i said you know getting rid of the dead hairs and all that stuff like that and you know just the oil and everything so that's how he does it, guys. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I had to show my puppy on the stream. I just got him like three days ago, and he's lying on my feet right now. So he's a little bundle of fur. Uh, so there you go. That's how you keep your luscious beard luscious, I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, I do see a question from KY Gaming ninety eight again. He said, "True Gaming, would you ever consider working with?" alongside other communities yes we would we do we we do all the time yeah we have in the past and i would actually i want to keep doing this more and more um i don't know if you guys if you follow the podcast on things like itunes or soundcloud or spreaker there are a few other podcasts out there uh there's one called twitch talks one called stream coach which i just learned about today um point being i would love to network with these other podcasts 
um, and then maybe have one of them on or go on their show, that kind of thing, if they're open to it. Um, but then also there are a lot of communities out there on things like Twitter and Twitch too, like um, just off the top of my head. I know there's like the kittens thing. Um, I haven't looked a ton into these communities cause, just because, you know, I'm so busy managing this one all the time. Um, but we are absolutely open to working with them and seeing what kind of things we can do. We work a lot with game groups. Uh, we work with Darwin Project right now. We've worked with Funcom and Conan Exiles in the past. So always open to things if the opportunities are there and if we have the chance. So yeah, Stream Coach Plague, that's exactly what I was talking about. Um, I literally just learned about that today. And I know they're they're actually doing a show like right before we went live. So I'd love to chat with her about maybe doing some sort of collaboration episode or something. Just sort of what I was thinking. But um, are there any other questions in the chat for anybody? I don't think I saw any that I can think of. Yeah, I'm kind of. I have. I always <laughs> have Twitch chat pulled up in IRC. Yeah. So I'm able to be in so many at once, and I don't see anything. All right. Well, we will start to wrap things up. If you guys have one more question, let us know. We will answer it. Just at me in the chat. Um, but Caribou, so thank you for coming on the show. Assuming we no don't problem, get any more man. questions, where can people find you to check you out? Yeah, uh, on Twitter it is Caribou Live, and on Twitter it is Caribou Live. There you go. Very consistent. <laughs> I was gonna say I I think I even have a fun command. Let's see here. Oh yeah. Oh, never mind. Still can't beat me. All right, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you're in the chat right now, watching the stream live, you can click on that channel and follow him. Uh, Caribou Live is his channel. Detox is what he helps manage. Um, go check him out. Are you streaming today by chance or anything? Yeah, soon? I'll be. I'll be streaming tonight because we got we got all the football games coming up, and I yeah. I, I want to stream, but man, these games are gonna be good. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I'll be streaming. I, me and Shady Pyro are talking about streaming maybe some Dauntless today, and I might check mm. out some more Battalion today while it's still in beta before it goes away tomorrow morning. So, oh yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be streaming today for sure. Awesome, sweet dude. Well, thank you for coming on the show again, uh, guys. Definitely go check out Mister Caribou. He'll be on tonight if you want to see him live with his beautiful beard playing. I'm guessing some Summoners of War. Yeah, yeah, that'll be in there too for <laughs> there sure. There you go. We, we got to be TOA 100. <laughs> We will actually be back, I want to say Wednesday, with Anatlas89 on this show uh, to talk about Instagram and social media in general, how to use that. She has 10,000 followers on Instagram, so she knows a little bit something about it. Um, definitely come check that out if you're around, and if not, you can always catch it live. Caribou, this podcast will go live tomorrow on all platforms like iTunes, yes. SoundCloud, Spreaker, so stay tuned for that if you guys want to re-listen to it and get some more knowledge or just check out other episodes of the show. You can uh, find links to that on social media, things like that. So anyway, guys, thank you for coming out. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. See you later. Later, guys.